Warner back lot is eerily quiet in the run-up to the Christmas holiday. The gigantic urban facades the studio calls New York Park, Brownstone Street, and Midwest Residential Street are empty of actors, crews, and even signage. Thousands of films and TV shows have dramatized their car chases, bank robberies, and meet-cute romances right here. But tonight, nothing moves on the lot, save an occasional Warner-logoed golf cart carrying security staff and maintenance personnel on their ritual of nightly rounds. But almost in the shadow of the famed Warner Brothers Studio water tower, there's one small oasis of motion and light where a few hundred actors, producers, and writers are gathered for an old-fashioned red carpet gala. <laughs> and they aren't just laughing and posing here, they're singing. Stack the hall with boughs of holly, fa la 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 Tis the season to be jolly, fa la 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 Don we now our gay apparel, fa la 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 Draw the ancient, you'll take care of, fa la 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 That's Missy and Meredith Pyle, singing sisters who are also fine comedians and part of a burgeoning stock company at ESX, a production company that's at the forefront of the Christmas rom-com boom. If you read the industry trade papers, you'd think that horror and comic book action are the only things that sell these days. But subscribers to HBO Max and Netflix know better. They're watching titles like A Hollywood Christmas, A Christmas Mystery, and the backstage musical Holiday Harmony, three new ESX productions that are dominating the HBO Max most watched charts. Allie. Yes. Do you believe in Santa? I do. <laughs> Tonight I do. Tonight, ESX is celebrating their new Netflix comedy, I Believe in Santa, starring real-life husband and wife duo Christina Moore and John Ducey. It's wonderful to be in a movie with my wife. We had a great time working together. She is so sweet on set. I am difficult on set, so she takes all of my rough edges and makes them smoother. ESX president Ali Afshar likes to say he runs his company like a family as well as a business. And I believe in Santa is a perfect example. Christina Moore isn't just on screen opposite her husband. She also produced the movie. And Ducey isn't just starring as a middle-aged man who still believes in Santa Claus. He's also the screenwriter. We wanted to find out how it is that Christmas rom-coms took over the world and the secret of the ESX formula for success. Digigods caught up with Ali and Christina at the ESX offices on the Warner lot. Ali and Christina were so articulate, we decided to run their interviews in two separate parts. Ali Afshar. Ali, tell me what you were before you were a producer and how you became a producer. So I used to uh, do a little bit of acting and a little bit of racing cars. So that's kind of how I put myself through college and uh, the racing became professional. So I stopped the acting for about seven years, raced for a Subaru of America, touring all around, all over the country, about 60 events a year doing shows and races. And, um, and then I just missed the acting. So I came back. One of my first auditions back was uh, for, uh, for actually a Warner Brothers show, coincidentally called He's Just Not That Into You. It was really fun. And I booked that and I was got to be on a movie and I had met a friend that was a, unbeknownst to me at the time, that he was a film financier. And he was involved in one of our Aston Martin uh, race car projects. And uh, he said, hey, I didn't know you were an actor. If you ever want to make a movie, uh, you know, uh, let me know. And I was like, you're a banker. I don't need a home loan or something. I didn't know anything about it. He's like, no, dummy, I'm a, I, I'm a film financier. I was like, wow. 
So uh, that was my life before. After that meeting, um, three months later, we made our first movie with Alex Renaravillo, our same director that's in uh, that directed um, I Believe in Santa, and also Christina. Uh, we had her play a small role in that movie as well. It was called Born a Race. So that was uh, twenty twenty two movies ago. Owning the race team and being able to put pieces together from all over the world, uh, it taught me how to produce without going to producing school. Why Christmas movies? There's a, there's a gentleman here at Warner Brothers by the name of uh, David Decker and David Graber. They're part of the, uh, he's actually now the president of uh, content sales and licensing. So a few years back, he was always telling us, he was like, you know what, you guys should do a Christmas movie. You should do a Christmas movie. And we were always in action and movies like like American Wrestler and, and motorsports and actions and feel good drama, all that good stuff. But in, to, in 2020, when the pandemic hit, um, I said, you know what? Why don't we build a soundstage? Because we, we have a studio up in Northern California. It was a ranch that we've turned into a studio, my childhood ranch that I, uh, I bought back after uh, 30 years. So um, uh, which is where I grew up. And it's 20 acres. And we said, you know what? It's COVID. Everybody's scared. Why don't we build a soundstage here? We kind of built a big barn. And then I said, why don't we hire Josh and Lauren Swickard, which were a couple that met on our other movie, Roped, that's on Netflix. They met on set. Their first kiss was on camera. They fell in love in real life. They got married afterwards, and now they're on their second child. But I was like, wait a minute. These two aren't going to be afraid of being together because this was the height of the paranoia of COVID. It was very scary. This was like May of 2020. So I said, and I'll play the butler, and we'll do this little movie called A California Christmas. And we made it. And uh, that same team of uh, David Decker and David Graber sold it to Netflix, licensed it to Netflix, and it became the number one movie in the world for like two, three weeks straight, this little Christmas movie we did. So that led to uh, Netflix ordering another slate for 2021. That led for HBO Max ordering another slate for 2022. And now we're already in pre-production working on our slate for 2023. So the themes have always been the same, American Dream, Shed a tear, leave with a smile, underdog, diversity. I mean, our movies were diverse in 2014, 15, when we started way before it was fashionable to be diverse. We had female leads in our first five movies. We had uh, African-American leads in two right after that. We had Middle Eastern leads, which has never been done before. Uh, American Wrestler was the first studio movie, studio-released movie ever to show an Iranian in a positive light as a lead. So it's really cool. So um, that's, a, you know, that's kind of the, the idea of, that's where Christmas movies started from. So it was, you know, extension. It's not like we went from horror to Christmas. We always had, even our action movies had feel good, American dream type of messages. And me being born in Iran and coming to America, again, the premise of American wrestler, I really appreciate. And I think I value maybe more than some people that are American. They kind of take it for granted. Like it's not perfect. America's not perfect, but it definitely allows me to come from there and be able to do this. And I think a lot of other areas of the world and other countries don't allow that. And I think if you're born here and raised here, you don't fully understand how lucky you are. You know, when you talk about your projects and the interconnections between them, I get a real sense of, whether it's conscious or unconscious, this idea of family mm -hmm. within the professional unit. Mm -hmm. Can you speak to that at all, about that, that being a priority? People usually do refer to ESX Entertainment as like a family, whether it's here at Warner Brothers or anybody that gets to know us really well. And and we really, it's true, we are a family, whether it was on the motorsports side, which some of our uh, ESX Entertainment side started in the motorsports side, like Christina Moore, and the, we've been around, we've been friends for 20 years. Um, I think my, my, um, my being born in Iran, having a sick mom, 
my mom passed away from cancer when I was very young. I think what it did, it, it gave you a perspective of a, 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 a no asshole policy. So if you're not an if we've had a few assholes, they're not around with us anymore. But it's like we're not curing cancer. We're making movies. Costs nothing to be kind, as my former uh, partner Forrest Lucas of Lucas Oil used to say, the self-made, you know, uh, amazing man. Um, so, if you're a good person and you like what you're doing and you like this business, you know we've had we've had the same producers on our movies for six, seven years now. We're twenty movies. We we rotate producers. We've had a couple of directors that we've become fond with, Alex and Sean Piccinino and. Uh, Brett Hedlund directed one. Um, Gabrielle Taglavini, she directed a series we did. So we have a handful of people, but I I don't know. I like I like loyalty. I like family. I like taking care of people and people take care of us. And um, I think that's that's kind of our our um, our foundation. And then that bleeds into the stories we tell. At this moment, it seems like there's a limitless appetite for Christmas rom-coms. I mean, just limitless. I think it's multiple factors. I could be like, I could be like a little big-headed and say it was us, but in 2020 there wasn't any. There's only like three, and we were one of the three. And that one, I think, with with a California Christmas, the Netflix, the big number one on Netflix. I think because everybody was really fearful to shoot that year, there wasn't a lot of originals. Even like the smaller, uh, more cheesy, you know, the the Hallmark Lifetimey Christmas movies, there wasn't that many though that year. But uh, uh, California Christmas, I mean, got really big. I mean, it got like, I don't know, 600 million hours of watching. And, uh, you know, you had Ryan Seacrest talking about it. And you had big stars tweeting and chatting about it. I think that might have opened up the eyes of a few, uh, you know, network executives and, and, and people that are in, in charge to be like, wait a minute, this is a, this is a big thing. Uh, and it's not just limited to the, you know, the, the predictable cheesy ones that you saw. So... I think people, uh, the bigger studios ramped up their big ones. That's why you see these big, big, you know, the legacy spinoffs, like like even Warner Brothers, HBO Max's Christmas Story, Christmas, big movie based on one of the biggest Christmas movies ever, A Christmas Story. And then you have a lot of other people, I think, like the smaller, the Netflix, not, not the Netflix, sorry. I think the smaller ones, like the um, Hallmarks and the Lifetimes, I think they came out with like 40. Yeah, I think like Hallmark has like 40 Christmas movies. Now, mind you, Ours are much more elevated than, than, than those. Ours are uh, a, a broader as well. You know, we appeal to uh, where, where uh, our audience is definitely, it's, it's part of the flyover state, but we like to also connect the coasts. So we have a little bit of, uh, you know, realism, a little bit more, some sexuality, some language, some like in California Christmas, the mother dies of cancer in the movie. Like that never happens in the, in the cheesy ones. The worst case in those is, you know, the, the, brownies get burned or the cupcakes get burned uh, overbaked so i think being bringing that realism um might have opened up people's eyes to be like oh, wait a minute these are different i mean when you read a lot of the reviews they're like oh we thought this would be just a predictable hallmarky kind of movie and no this is great or it's funny or it's witty like hollywood christmas is really witty you know uh it's, it's really it's really smart. It's a meta movie within a movie, you know. And then I believe in Santa is a whole other philosophical debate, you know, because it really can't be proven either way. So, you know, it's faith. How do you, you know, how do you factualize faith? In, in a general sense, rather than talking specifically about your projects, why do you think the audience is responding so strongly to this type of material? I think it's great to have all the tension and the, and the, and the shows and movies out there that are very edgy and dark and talk about uh, you know wicked subjects, which are cool, but also I think people need an escape. Life is tough right now. 
Life is hard, so when you get that hour, hour and a half, you get to sit with your family, hang out, smile, see a you know cute couple, whether it's you have your fantasies of you being in one of their positions or just getting out of your own world and sharing an experience and an emotional attachment with something that's gonna make you laugh, maybe make you cry, but you leave with a smile, make you feel good. I think there's no shortage of wanting to make people feel good. I think people need it right now, a positive escape. Thank you.